What's up, what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? I am Tasha Pierce. This is After the Snap, virtual group therapy for everyone affected by Tony Stark's Snap. And what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Hey, got a lot of big news. And, and by big news, I mean, we're starting to see refocused by a lot of these big production companies and the big studios to doing the uh, streaming push. And, and we understand that it's a sign of the times that uh, COVID-19 has made all of us make changes in the way that we go about our daily lives. It is showing up in the movie industry. And what we found out this week is that The Mandalorian season three is filming soon and that Disney is deciding to kind of pitch everything into its streaming services. So yes, The Mandalorian season three is confirmed. And that is before we even get to see what we've got in store for season two. Season two is gonna start on October 30th and I'm still trying to decide whether I'm gonna go episode by episode with that. There are so many great shows covering The Mandalorian, but if you'd like for me to throw my hat in the ring, please just let me know at afterthesnap at gmail.com and I will do what I can. Now what I have been following episode by episode, which is one episode thus far, is Star Trek Discovery. And I'm, I'm putting those videos up on YouTube on my channel After The Snap, so if you guys want more of this uh, Star Trek content, please subscribe to my channel over on After The Snap on YouTube. Now, there was like a lot going on as far as The Mandalorian is concerned. There was rumors of so much internal strife going on behind the scenes and that Pedro Pascal was not being a team player in some some ways. Now, one of the big things or big rumors was that he wanted to take the helmet off. He wants to be seen. If he's part of one of the biggest shows that uh, we have out at this time, he wants his face associated with that show. I don't know what the hell he thought when they told him that he'd be playing a Mandalorian. And most of the time, they don't take off their helmets. But if they figure out a way to keep Pedro happy and keep the, the ship righted, I won't mind if he takes the helmet off. I'm not so, such a diehard uh, Star Wars fan that it is going to rub me the wrong way. Plus, I understand, even though I've not seen them, I understand that the yeah the an animated Star Wars that the Mandalorians were were known to kind of come out of the helmet. So we'll see how that goes. But what we do know is that we have a season three confirmed that it's beginning to film soon and that Pedro Pascal is still attached to that uh, season. So, seems like everything might be okay in, in, the, in the House of Mouse right now. Another big thing is that we're getting uh, a season four of Star Trek Discovery. It too will begin filming soon. And that is with just one episode of Star Trek Discovery season three being released already and I gotta tell you the at first episode was a, a pretty decent entry in fact it was probably 
My favorite first episode of any Trek series. My favorite first episode of any Trek series. And I uh, really am excited to see what they bring to us next. And then I ran across a, a piece of interesting news talking about renting out an entire screen at the AMC theaters for $99. And while that seems to be, uh, that's an intriguing thought. You can have a, a birthday party or something where you're watching the screening of one of your favorite movies, but it also let me know just how desperate things are uh, as far as the movie theaters are concerned. And I'm wondering if the fact that these studios are turning their attention to streaming so much is going to pretty much dome the theaters. I feel kind of bittersweet about that. I've not been to a theater this year. I I haven't gone since COVID. The, the restrictions were put in place and lots of places were closed down and now they're slowly opening back up. Uh, AMC has been open for a couple months and I have been pondering going to the movies and I just can't get myself to do it. Mainly because I I'm not trying to be exposed to the virus any more than I already am. So right now, if I if I were to come down with the virus, I know that I e either got it at work or by my I live with my son and his girlfriend, one of them. I can easily choose one of the two places <laughs> that I have gotten it. And not that it matters so much, but it would matter a lot to other people. And uh, being in the middle of this pandemic, it kind of makes me not only think of my own health and safety, but the health and safety of others. But mine first. <laughs> and me saying that is, that's the reason why I've not been to the theaters. The first movie that I anticipated going to see was Tenet. And I looked at the seating chart where we could pick our seats. And it seemed like from what I was looking at, that that people were not uh, socially distant enough for my liking, and that is why I did not didn't take that chance going. A little part of me wishes that more of us felt comfortable going, because I really, I really do want to save the theaters. If there's something that we can do. Besides going to see single movies, that, that renting out that $99 uh, space seems like a good idea. Especially if, again, you're, you're getting a group together of people that you know and that you can be spread out and still be together. That would be dope. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'm mentioning that in case somebody else is ready to pull the trigger on that kind of thing. because. It, it would help the theaters out and it is something that eventually we're, we're going to have to consider what the ramifications will be on going to the movies. While I enjoy streaming, I like sitting at home and watching the movies and watching stuff on my own time and that sort of thing. I guess I'm like a, a mini agoraphobic. And, and that is no joke. I, I really don't go very many places. And I'm kind of comfortable being at home. But there, there's something about the experience of going 
to see a new movie. And we, we would be robbing generations of that feeling if we let movie theaters go under. So, uh, again, I got mental health issues, so that's part of the reason why I'm comfortable sitting in the house and watching shows. I don't have any little grandchildren or any nieces or nephews here, no little people here to kind of push me out the door so I can stay in here and be happy. But I don't want to rob generations of children of the opportunity to see their movie on the big screen. The excitement of going there, not knowing what to expect, and experiencing it with a crowd is, is always, always it's a rewarding experience. And I just don't want to rob the children of that. So I'm saying all this because I'm saying you guys are going to be the people that are going to save the theaters. It's not going to be me. I, I'm on the sideline. I, I will cheerlead through the whole endeavor if there's a way that you can safely go to the movies and enjoy an old movie right now there's nothing new out but to, to just go and just know that you did your part it's almost like voting just know that you did your part to keep things afloat for the uh, theater industry I, I would love to, to know that we were able to to keep them from going under. So with that being said, as a, there's a, again more delays with more movies. Uh, so many are not coming out at the theaters or they are pushing it off until 2022 or the end of 2021. And we don't know if we have that long. So I'm looking at Batman right now. Now they're saying, nope, it's just coming out in 2022. We, we just give up on 2021 altogether. 2022. And I, but I see that they are still uh, working in earnest on that film. In fact, they were over in Chicago just, the, uh, just a couple of nights ago filming scenes in the Chicago loop. So and th th that's a, a favorite of the Batman uh, of the Batman franchise they love to go to chicago and loop and do things so there's that and then there's also you know the the news that black adam is kind of like they're like hmm we're scratching that again it says still in some places that you will find it in 2021 but it has not been or but it has been removed from the dc uh lineup of movies that are coming out as i said before We've been being threatened by this movie for years. I almost don't expect to see it. <laughs> so you let me know what you think. Do you think we will ever get a Black Adam movie? Because like I said, this has been like the Baba Yaga. We know that this movie is out there, but nobody has seen anything that says that they are preparing to even film this movie. And you, we hear that uh, Michael B. Jordan has signed on to, I believe, direct a Static Shock movie. And I'm wondering, like, what the hell has has DC been waiting for? And I mean, I know it's only been like uh, what, two years since Black Panther, maybe 
two or three years since Black Panther. But uh, you saw how people came out for Black Panther, namely black people. If you guys know, like I know, you better get that black character into the movies quickly because this is what we're, we're aiming to see. We're, we want to see this level of diversity. It's very exciting to see representation across the board in, in the superhero genre. I, I can't stress enough. You've got the characters. Use them. That static shot it will be on the same par as Miles Morales in the MCU. You have to pull the trigger. And it's good that you have a name that we already trust attached to the project. So I'll be excited to see what they do with that character. And yeah, just the division that they have moving forward as far as using this character in future movies. Then, as far as DC is concerned, we also are hearing that they have not forgotten about the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern television show that had been in the works. We, we, we found out that they're, they've not forgotten about it. It's going to be using some of the more B-level Green Lanterns. And, and I'm saying that and I don't mean it with any disrespect. But you know that Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart are the ones that we're looking for. And I'm understanding that the po there's a possibility that the reason why we won't see Hal Jordan or John John Stewart is because they will be used in the uh, major movie franchise. And I hope that is the case. I hope that those will be the ones that, that show up in the movies. And that's why we won't uh, have a television show centered around those particular lanterns. So there's just so much coming out of the DC uh, universe that I could go on and on and on and on and on. And I, I, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I've tried to keep these these uh, episodes a little short so that you guys miss me. I mean, miss me? Do you miss me? <laughs> and with all of that being said, I have exhausted my conversation for today. Um, again, let me know what you think about Mandalorian. Uh, Hit me up after the snap at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at snap after on Facebook at after the snap podcast and um, on YouTube at after the snap. And I'm looking for you guys subscribe to the channel so that you can talk Star Trek with me. And, and then possibly we'll, we'll be moving into other other universes. I'm, I'm, I'm easing my way into this YouTube thing. So, with all that being said, I appreciate everybody for joining me this week. And if you've not already done so, please leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. I thank you so much, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip. Peace. <laughs>